it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what's the matter with Helen? Is she just a playful spirit? This 
these real ghost stories online. We love to hear your real ghost stories. So if you have one, share it. You can call it in 855-853-4802. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com and you can become a premium subscriber. With that, no commercials, advanced episodes, and access to the archive. You can sign up through Apple Podcasts, try it three days free. You could sign up through patreon.com slash realghoststories, or you could sign up at ghostpodcast.com. Kathy Gordon, how's it going today? It is going so good. It's Things a Friday. Are great. Yeah. D- done with school for the week. No teaching until Monday. Although That's I right. should... You're never done. You're always grading or something. Well, I actually have a whole bunch of grading to do, <laughs> and I'm working on some other kind of freelancey stuff. And so there, there's always stuff to do. But, I, you know, it's fun because when I do it on the weekend, I can do it like I'll do it for a little bit and then I'll go walk the dog and then I'll do this and then I'll come back and work on that. And then I go, you know, walk the dog some more or whatever. So, you know, you're just more flexible. Yeah. That's what I love. And you don't have to flexing. deal with students directly. On the weekend. That's right. God bless them. Because <laughs> there would and, be uh, some I, upsides and downsides to that. I got to tell you, Any I teacher. have students I absolutely love and students that make you want to pull your hair out. Yep. We have them and in, in, in all of them in between. And every semester, it's the same. Yes. Yes, I absolutely. What you do is a tough job. Oh, well, you know, I mean, it's there's tougher ones, I'm sure, out there, but... Uh, you know, I, I I love art, and I love to share art, and that, so that's what I do. I have a question for you. Yeah. I was thinking about this. So when you asked what's the matter with Helen, mm-hmm. where Helen's did it come from? What's the matter with Helen? Yeah. The movie? Because it sounds so familiar to me. Okay, so I used to live with my friend John, mm-hmm. and we're still really good friends, but we lived together for years. And... Every I don't know why we made it our Thanksgiving Day tradition, but there is a movie called What's the Matter with Helen starring Debbie Reynolds and Shelley Winters. And I think it's from the 60s, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's old, but it's old. So it's like, oh, 1971. Yeah, so it is. Oh, in color. 71. Yeah. OK, so it's two middle aged women and they move to Hollywood and there's murder and there's. A dance school. <laughs> oh, like, murder and a dance Helen's school. Helen's obsessed. And oh. It's like, yeah. It's like one of the worst, best movies ever. Okay. It's one of those. There's really bad movies that are really good because they're really bad. Uh-huh. So I don't know why. We watch that every year at Thanksgiving. And when this was about a woman who had passed away and her name was Helen, I'm like, hey, what's the matter with Helen? Okay, so there we go. Where, where well, I knew that from? sounded so familiar when you said that. I was like, what's the matter with Helen? What's the matter with Helen? Okay, so it was a movie. Shelly Winters. Shelly Winters. And hey, um, do you, speaking of having a name for a ghost, now, if you knew that person that died and then you suspected that was the person that was coming back, right, then... Obviously, they automatically have a name like Helen if that was the name of the person who passed away. But do do most people name ghosts? Do you think that they're that they live around? I th- you know I've heard a lot of that because like what we did when we were kids, you know, mm-hmm. we had a name for our ghost, and I think maybe too when you have kids, it might make it a little bit friendlier, mm-hmm. not so scary. But I do think if. If you suspect, you know, Helen had lived in the house 
and you've got this weird activity, I could see how you would think it could be Helen. Mm-hmm. Now I think I could, if I had a ghost, I would name him Hugh Jackman. Hugh just, Jackman the ghost. That way, like, you could say, did I hear you talk to somebody like, yeah, I was just talking to Hugh Jackman. You know, like, you could, I think you should name yeah. him after, like, a Bradley you know, Cooper. That, yeah, somebody that you have a crush on. I think that would be a good idea. Don't you think? Stop that, Bradley Cooper. Stop that, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Like I do like know. that idea. It kind of makes it friendlier and... And it's complimentary to the ghost, too, because if you're you're calling your ghost Jennifer Lopez and your ghost is like, why, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it might just take a little bit of the tension out of the room when you say, you know, stop that, Bill Murray, you know, (laughs) right, or whatever. I like that. And then the ghost would be like, I think I'm Bill Murray. Bill Murray is hilarious. Right. So. There's, there's ideas out there. Hey, back to our conversation in just a second. Have you ever tried to break a bad habit and just felt like no matter what you did, it just was not working? It's like climbing Mount Everest in flip-flops or running on a very wet and very slippery floor uh, with socks? I do that a lot. That doesn't work out well. Yeah, we've been there. Uh, here's a breath of fresh air for you. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching. Switching up that strategy. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses, like I said, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you can create that is one you don't have to feel bad about you're free to enjoy it yes fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting giving your fingers a lot to do which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit gotta check it out for yourself the taste i love it very fresh and all different flavors to choose from many more than i ever thought possible and i just like how it feels very well weighted perfectly balanced extremely good to fidget with replaces what you may be used to and that habit you may be trying to break. Plus, Fumes just released a magnetic stand for your fume. There's no more losing it around the house. I've done that, too. Uh, It's built with fidgeting in mind. You can spin your fume around on it, even. Start off this new year with a good habit by going to tryfume.com slash stories and getting the journey packed today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off when you use the code stories to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Go to tryfume.com slash stories. That's tryfum.com slash stories. Okay, so this is from Kathy from Kansas City. And it says, we've lived in our house for 20 plus years and have had an occasional odd thing happen. The house is nearly 100 years old and had been owned by an older lady who was an aunt of one of my husband's childhood friends. In the fall of 1996, she had fallen and fractured her hip and had to move into a nursing home and passed away there right before Christmas. Jim inherited the house. I'm going to guess that's the childhood friend. Jim inherited the house and offered it to us as we had outgrown our original home. I worked on the house, painting, ripping up carpeting, and general cleaning over the winter, and we moved in that spring. Occasionally, my husband and I would glimpse a female form, 
white, misty form walking in the hallway between the bedrooms. We assumed it was Helen. She didn't seem bothered by our cleaning efforts. I just think she was watching over the house. After we moved in, she was more of a playful presence. Things would disappear that I would need, like keys, tools, pretty much whatever Helen took a fancy to. I'd put down my keys and would go back later to get them, and they'd be gone. I would tear the house apart looking and wouldn't be able to find the keys anywhere. It would get so frustrating, and I would finally say out loud, Helen, I need to pick the kids up from school. Please give me my keys back. I'd look around some more and would find them almost immediately where I had left them, and I looked at that same spot ten times. I would thank her for helping me find the keys and go get the kids. That's interesting. It's like Helen need the keys, and then here are the keys. Gosh, you know that there is something there, though, as far as saying, you know, I this is why I need them. I've got to go get the kids. It's really important. I can't leave the kids sitting outside in the snow or whatever. You know, like to to explain it. Maybe I should do that more when something disappears. Say, hey, I need this back because I'm supposed to be at this meeting at in ten minutes, and I really need it. And see if it shows up. I say it's worth a shot. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe she's onto something here. Um, it says sometimes it would be immediate, but sometimes it would take weeks to locate whatever went missing. I have two sets of keys because of this. Last summer, both of my kids decided it was time to move out, so the house was a mess. Boxes packed up, basic chaos. After my son moved out, but before my daughter moved, Helen showed her displeasure. Both Emily and I had gone to bed. My husband was working nights, so there was no other person in the house. In my bedroom, there are two large closets and a smaller linen closet between. My closet is always open and is directly opposite the foot of our bed. It has a light bulb with a pull chain slash string, which I seldom use. I prefer to sleep in a room that is completely dark So at around midnight, I was surprised when I woke up with this bright light shining in my face. Okay, that's something you know damn well. When you went to bed and fell asleep, there was no light on in your closet. Right. You would be like, oh, shit, forgot to turn that off, and you would get up. But you wouldn't fall asleep with it, especially if you're someone who likes it totally dark. It says, I realized for some reason that the closet light was on. Well, I would think she realized that because... The closet light was on. Because the closet light was on. (laughs) I got up to turn off the light, and when I reached for the string, it was gone. I pulled my desk chair over, climbed up, and turned off the light. I didn't really think too much about it. We had some kitties that liked to play around in the closet and climb on the storage shelf. I rationalized that somehow a cat that weighed about five pounds and had no thumbs grabbed the string and broke it, turning the light on and making absolutely no noise. Not too likely, but I really didn't want to think about what else it might be. See, if you have cats, then you can always blame it on the cats. That's right. That is true. I went back to bed a little disconcerted, but went right to sleep. Around 4 a.m., I awoke again, and the light was back on. I was really feeling creeped out. Got out of my bed put my glasses on so I could actually see. I stood up on the chair, and this time I saw neatly laid out across the top of my clothes was the string. It wasn't curled up like it had fallen. 
It was stretched out like it had been placed that way. I unscrewed the light bulb and this time put it on the dresser. I laid down but couldn't go back to sleep. I tried to go through all the reasons why this could be happening, and I finally gave up and started getting ready for work. Before I left, I asked my daughter if she'd gotten up during the night and was playing some trick on me. She denied it, and we both concluded it was a Helen game. When I got Mm. home that night, I told Helen everything was okay, that the kids had grown up, and it was time for them to move out on their own. I told her I was sorry the house was so chaotic, but it would calm down soon. For the most part, everything is back to normal now. However, I've never put the bulb back in, so she's not tempted. The latest Helen prank is I'm currently looking for the title to my car. I had it laid out on the entertainment center so we could sell the car. When I went to grab it, the title was gone, so now I'm waiting for the replacement title to come. Helen doesn't like change too much. I'm sure she'll give it back once I've sold the car. See, and I totally understand all that, like the missing things. And so many of us, it's happened to us over and over and over. It's like you had it. Yeah, you know, some of it's like, where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my head. Where's right. my phone? I mean, oh, there are times you blame it on your own, you know, being a space cadet. But other times, you know darn well, like you said, I put the title to the car here because we were going to sell it. Right. Like, you get it out, you lay it in a place, you know, and then on purpose. Because probably you had to find it. So, aha, uh-huh, here's the title. Going to set it here. Let's get that car sold. And that's a pain in the butt because now you got to wait for the new one. So do you think it's Helen? I do. It kind of yeah. feels like I could see why she would be distressed over chaos and things moving. She liked a neat, orderly, tidy house, I'm sure. Now, she did say early on that they had seen this kind of white mistish yeah. thing moving Uh but she didn't mention if it's still if she's still seeing that or not she said everything is back to normal now so i don't know if normal includes white misty female form in the hallway well it definitely includes helen i think but whether i I wonder if she's still seeing the apparitions i don't know my guess is the kids ever see it you know i'd like to know if the kids had experiences too because Kids have you you know are just kind of uniquely qualified to kind of have these experiences. It seems. And like. my guess is everybody did because after the the closet experience, she asked her daughter, "Like, hey, mm-hmm. did you turn the closet light on?" But even then, I would still rationalize it as the cats. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, the cat was pulling the string, which laid it neatly out like that," and I'm you know. Yeah, I would convince myself somehow it was my cat. But that is weird. It came on twice. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it had been doing that just that one night. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't sound like it. And, of course, she said she left the bulb out. So it's, you know. Would you take the bulb out? Because here's my thing. Would be like, okay, what if I take the bulb out and it still lights up somehow? (laughs) Like, what if the bulb gets back in there? Now I can't blame that on my cat. So I got to take away anything that I can't blame on my cat so I can actually sleep in this house again. True. But I think I think it would have to have a bulb even yeah. for the paranormal Oops, purposes. My cat just turned on the music. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> it's Izzy. He's just walking all over. Yes, we're talking about cats. Well, I do believe this next one is a call from Matt. Here well, I we love go. calls from Matt. Oklahoma Matt. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City Matt. Here we go. Okay. Hi, it's Matt from Oklahoma City again. Uh, I want to tell a story about uh, an experience my wife had growing up in Taiwan. I try to convince her to tell this story for the show, but she's, uh, I guess you would say, kind of introverted, very private person. So she was spending the night at her grandmother's house one night, and I, I can't remember which relative's were in the room with her. She was sleeping in the same room with one of her sisters or cousins. I I don't recall. And uh, there outside the bedroom door was an open living area and dining area, as I understand it. And so in the middle of the night, she heard uh, a shaking sound that she recognized as the fish food for the aquarium they had in that open area outside of the bedroom. And she thought that was kind of strange. So she got up and she looked out into that open area and in the dark and she didn't see anyone out there, which she didn't really have an explanation for, but she went back to the bed, laid down, and sometime later, she heard the uh, fish food shaker once again. And on the second occasion that night, she was too afraid to get up and look. So she eventually fell back asleep. And then she said in the morning when they got up, it turned out her grandmother had forgotten to put away a, a dish of some sort of fish that was left over from dinner the night before and she had left it uh, on a plate on the dining room table and when they got up they found that something or someone had shaken a bunch of fish food onto the the piece of fish that was on the plate so i guess they got uh, pretty excited about that and call it to their grandmother's attention. And uh, I think it's pretty common in the uh, Buddhist culture to not only believe that ancestors and relatives are still around, but to also pray to them for guidance and protection, that sort of thing. So my wife says that her grandmother just chuckled about it and said, oh, that's probably your grandfather. He's mad at me for leaving the fish out. And that was the end of that story. Have a good evening. So what do you think about that one? Well, I was really worried they were feeding the fish because you can overfeed fish, right? Absolutely, yes. And that was what was making me nervous was that they were going to hurt these fish or kill the fish that were in there. But apparently it was more of a practical joke. Kind of sounds like it. Kind of thing. Do you think it was Helen? (laughs) No. (laughs) Helen is messing with Matt. What's the matter with Helen? What is the matter with Helen? Well, I I don't think so, but um, 
I don't know what else it would be. What do you think? Like, I mean, I guess a, one of the kids could get up if there were kids at the house and, you know, play this joke. But what would be the purpose of it for them? Exactly. I don't like, you know, it, it's not super hilarious for a kid to go, boy, I'm going to get grandma by sprinkling fish food on a fish. You know? Yeah. It's just kind of an odd practical joke for a person to play. I don't know. It just has to go back to Helen because <laughs> she's the practical joker. So I don't know. We're I don't know. Cause I, everything I could, on Helen. Today. You know, don't you think though, that there are some spirits that just try to get your attention and it, it might not be in the typical way. Maybe it's not footsteps. Maybe it's not cupboards opening and shutting. Maybe it's <laughs> sprinkling fish food, fish, fish food on a dead fish. <laughs> I, you know, why not? Uh, you know, we've heard weirder. So I don't know if that's some sort of like judging. It's like, well, this is how great you take care of everything around here. I'll just do <laughs> yeah, this. I'm not exactly sure what it what it what it says, but um, I just can't understand another reason for it because, like I said, it's it's just not something kids would do. No, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I don't have a good explanation for that. And I'm just kids. glad they didn't sprinkle it in the aquarium and keep sprinkling it because you could have killed those fish. Oh, my God, yes. So that, there's one good thing. So yeah. if you have a real ghost story, we'd like to hear it. You can call it in at 855-853-4802 or write it in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You can also get an ad-free version of the show. You get advanced episodes, access to the archive, Become a premium subscriber. You can sign up today with Apple Podcasts where you can try it three days free or patreon.com slash real ghost stories or go to ghostpodcast.com. And for all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening. <laughs>